Truth is in short supply in our world today, and it is the greatest need of the next generation. Young people, all people, need God's truth. Today, we join Scott Pauley in examining a key Bible passage that gives truth for youth. Bible truth is not for one age. No, Bible truth has an application for people at every age in life. And yet the earlier in life we learn Bible truth, the better off all of life will be. We're discussing in these days some truth for youth, and we began by looking at three things that every young person needs to hear from 1 Samuel chapter 1. Well, today I bring you to Psalm 127. Psalm 127 is a, a beautiful psalm. It was a psalm written for Solomon. It begins this way, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Now, what an amazing psalm this is. It's only five verses long, and yet it is a psalm about home and about heritage. Interesting, isn't it, that Solomon's greatest work was not in the temple. That would fade. His greatest work was to be with his own children, and in this particular work, he really failed. I don't know about you. I don't want to succeed in every work on earth and fail as a daddy. Would you pray for me? Would you pray that God will help me to do my greatest work right at home? And would you pray that God will help you to do your greatest work right at home? I bring you to Psalm 127. Uh, it's famous for verse 3 that says, Lo, children are in heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. Because in Psalm 127, we find three things that every young person needs to take to heart. Not just three things they need to hear, but three things now they need to take to heart. Uh, three things they need to make their own. What are those things? Well, the last two verses of Psalm 127 say this, As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Do you hear the, the context, the tone of Psalm 127, verse 4 and 5? It's warfare. Oh, friends, we're in a spiritual warfare today. There's a battle raging for the souls of young people. There's a battle raging for an entire generation. And where is it raging most? Where is, where is the heat of the battle? I would suggest to you it's at home. This is the front lines. This is where we must wage war. And this is where we must put some truth into the hearts of youth. And so what are the three things every young person needs to take to heart? First of all, they need to take this to heart that they are in a conflict. That all of life is not a vacation. That all of life is not fun. That all of life is not for entertainment purposes. No, they are in a conflict. They are literally in a battle. Notice, they're likened here to arrows. Well, what are arrows? Arrows are, are to be used in conflict. Arrows in the hand of a mighty man. You'll notice at the end of verse number 5, he talks about the enemies in the gate. We'll come back to that in just a moment. But the short version is this. We need to stop entertaining the army and train them. We must equip young people to do battle for the Lord. Look, the spiritual attack is going to come to them whether they want it or not. So what do we need to do? We need to stop playing defense. You can't shelter them forever and instead begin to think this way. We've got to prepare young people for the spiritual conflict that is raging on every hand. Young people, 
Take this to heart. You are in a conflict. Here's the second thing that you must take to heart. Not only are you in a conflict, but you should not be ashamed. Listen to verse 5. They shall not be ashamed. Maybe we could say it this way. The first thing you need to take to heart is that you're in a battle. And the second thing you need to take to heart is this, that you're to be bold. This is not a day for cowardice. This is not a day for weakness. This is not a day uh, to, to sit back and watch others fight the spiritual battles. No, this is a time to take your place and do your part. That's why in the New Testament, when the Apostle Paul wrote to young men like Timothy and Titus, he always said, let no man despise thy youth. Let no man despise thee. Why? Because if you're old enough to choose the wrong thing, you're old enough to choose the right thing. If you're old enough to take God's name in vain, then, friend, you're old enough to share a Christian testimony. If you're old enough to bring dishonor to the cause of Jesus Christ, then you're old enough to bring Him honor and glory. If you're old enough to sin, then you're old enough to serve. This is a time to be bold and unashamed that you're in the Lord's army, that you're marching under the banner of the cross, that Jesus Christ is the captain of your salvation. And I've got a good report for you. You're on the winning side. We already know how this war is going to conclude. And so, dear friend, you are in a conflict and you should not be ashamed. And then here's the third thing that every young person needs to take to heart from Psalm 127. Not only that they're in a conflict and that they're not to be ashamed, but thirdly, that they are to speak with the enemy. Let me say it this way. You're in a battle, you're to be bold, and you are to begin to witness for Jesus Christ. At the end of the psalm says this, They shall speak with the enemies in the gate. The gate in Eastern culture and custom was a place where business was done. It was a place of power. It was a place where the authorities met. He's saying we need to prepare our young people to speak of their faith, to point people to God, uh, to take the battle to the enemy in every realm, in every sphere. In other words, this is a time for us to raise a generation who will advance the cause of Jesus Christ in this world. And I go full circle back to this beautiful object lesson. He refers to the young people as arrows. And what are arrows? Arrows are to be aimed. That means they need direction. Arrows are active, not passive. You don't have arrows to hold them. You have arrows to shoot them. And arrows are to advance. They're not for staying in the fort. In fact, think of it this way. An arrow is a thing that can extend beyond you. You can shoot them beyond where you are. And I'm thinking now of the three arrows God has graciously given to me and to Tammy. I want by God's grace to prepare them, to, to point them in the right direction, and then send them forth. And what are we sending them forth for? To speak with other people about the Lord Jesus Christ. You remember Matthew 16, 18, the Lord Jesus promised regarding His church that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Well, well, listen to this again. They shall speak with the enemies in the gate. In a very real sense, we're preparing another generation to advance the cause of Christ and the gospel against the gates of hell. And to take the message of Jesus Christ to those who have been adamantly opposed. <laughs> Look, if the secularists are going to speak, if the immoral crowd are going to speak, if those who hate God and blaspheme the name of Jesus are going to be prepared to speak, don't you think a generation of young people who know God should be prepared to speak? Peter said, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And so I want to challenge you today to do your greatest work. Begin in your own heart and begin in your own home 
Begin with your heritage. In other words, start with your children. Start with your young people in your church. Start with the young people in your church. Start with the young people right there in your neighborhood. They're arrows. Arrows that are to be prepared. Arrows that are to be sent forth. Sharpened for the Lord and ready to advance the cause of Jesus Christ. Every young person needs to take heart, take to heart three things. Number one, they're in a battle. Number two, they're to be bold. And number three, they are to begin to witness right now. I'll point out just one little footnote, if I may. In Psalm 127, he said, Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. Oh, it's a joyful thing to see young people become the young men and the young women that God created them and saved them to be. God has a purpose for every young person, and the sooner we can help them to identify it and take it to heart, the better off they will be and the better off an entire generation will be. Go beyond even this next generation. What will become of the generation after them? What will we leave behind? This is our moment to give God's truth to you. Would you make it your business to pass this truth on to someone else? Truth is to be shared. For additional Bible helps and to have a part in this ministry, visit us online at scottpauley.org. It is our prayer that the Lord will use all of us to make a difference in the next generation. Thank you.